0: What is going on, everybody? You are now officially listening to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Of course, as always, I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show, so hopefully that's not a deal-breaker for you. Folks, I hope your weekend is going great so far. It's probably going way better than mine, considering that I should be watching some spring training. But of course... As I'm sure you're probably all aware, the reason why we cannot watch spring training is because last week, the MLB Players Union and the MLB owners and Rob Manfred all failed to come together to reach an agreement for a new collective bargaining agreement. Now, I'm not sure where you stand, but I'll be fully transparent with you all. I'm definitely pro player when it comes to this type of discussion. And the reason being is because if you really look at the system that's been implemented by these owners, the numbers are stacked against the players. And what I mean by that exactly, the system that's currently in place right now pretty much only benefits the owners. Yes, I know, MLB players get paid millions of dollars, but compared to the revenue that the owners make, there is an astronomical gap between the two. The money that the owners are bringing in for themselves vastly outweighs the money that the players are making. Not only is that a big reason why I'm pro player, but another big reason and probably the most important... It's because we don't need to be in a lockout. The players are not striking. They are not refusing to play. The owners implemented a lockout that they didn't have to implement. This is all on the owners. The reason why we do not have baseball right now is because of the owners. The players are ready to play. You'll see it all over social media. Everyone wants to play and everyone wants to watch the players play. But of course, the owners have a different agenda. That's why they implemented a lockout. Now, for the rest of today's episode, I know we're we're a Giants podcast family, but, you know, there's not a lot of stuff going on throughout the Giants community, mainly because there is a, a lockout, obviously. So I'm going to do my best this episode to try to break down what's essentially happening between the players' union and the owners, and basically try to break down the topics that's being talked about in these meetings, or, you know, not being talked about, because I feel like if they were all talking, then we would be watching some baseball by now. So let's first start off with an easy one, okay? One of the topics that the players union is fighting for is they want to raise the minimum salary for first-year players and rookies, okay? Last year, all right, if you were making minimum salary, you were making $580,000. The union wants to bump it up to somewhere around like 700000 Again, that's chump change compared to the billions of dollars these owners make. So for the first topic, pro player. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm pro player about that. Why not get these players paid? They are the most elite athletes to their sport on the planet Earth. They have spent their entire lives training, competing, sacrificing in order to get to this point. And it's not even something that's guaranteed. Just because you make it to the majors once, that's not even a guarantee that you'll stay at the big league level. Which brings me to the next reason why I'm pro player. Okay? In order to be qualified or at least considered as a free agent in baseball, you have to accumulate six years of service time at the big league level. Not combining your time in the minors. No, your clock stops when you're in the minors. All right. Your clock is only running. Your service time clock is only running when you're at the big league level. So you have to be good enough to stay in the big leagues for six years in order to qualify for a big league contract. That's another reason why I'm pro player. That's insanely difficult and insanely manipulative considering that Chris Bryant, he's now 29 years old. Maybe he's 30. Anyways, he's now eligible to be a free agent. He came into the league when he was 24 years old. Now is the time he's eligible to be a free agent. That's absolutely insane because now he has to negotiate a contract, but... The best years of his career, his prime, are behind him. So how is a player supposed to negotiate a long-term contract when he's 30 years old when his best years are behind him? That's another reason why this system is completely manipulative and taking advantage of the players. Now, something I want to move on and talk about is the luxury tax threshold, or otherwise known as something you'll probably hear in articles and maybe you are here on the radio, is the CBT. Basically, what that means is, Compared to other sports, baseball does not have a salary cap, okay? In football and basketball, I believe they do have a salary cap, which means there is a cap to exactly how much a team can spend. With baseball... There's just a luxury tax threshold. Basically, if you go over a certain number of spending, then you get hit hard by taxes. Okay, so there's not technically a cap. Baseball, you can spend as much as you want as a franchise, as a team. However, if you go above the tax threshold, you're going to get hit hard by taxes. Makes sense, right? Okay, so the players' union wants to raise that luxury tax, all right? The goal here for the players' union is to not only get more players paid, But they also want to create this type of atmosphere or at least an incentivized system for teams to spend money. What's the goal here? They want to make, you know, watching experiences as us, as fans, they want to make it more entertaining. And essentially, they want to prevent tanking, which I totally understand. In 2019, Farhan Zaidi, I think it was either 2018 or 2019, he took over the Giants. What I'm referring to is Mad Bums last year. Farhan could have had the opportunity to basically commit to a full rebuild, trade Madison Bumgarner, trade Buster Posey, trade Brandon Crawford, trade Brandon Belt, but he didn't. But could you imagine if he did? You mean to tell me that as a fan, I'm just supposed to accept that all of my favorite players are going to be traded all in one season, completely dismantled the team that I watched win three World Series, and I'm supposed to continue to just watch games after that? Absolutely not. Watching games after that would have been devastating and probably damn near impossible at that point. So the players union, they're like, we want to go ahead and prevent tanking to the best of our abilities, which is why we want to incentivize these owners and these teams to spend more. Now, I want to go ahead and distinguish a little bit of information here. The goal of the players' union when it comes to this topic is not, you know, they're not trying to tell owners, just spend, spend, spend for no reason. No. Okay, first of all, like I explained earlier, A, they want more players paid. That's number one. When you're a union, you fight for your fellow co-workers, all right? Now, two... They want the owners to spend more. So let's choose a team that's not going to make the playoffs next year. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pick on the Pirates. All right, hopefully there's no Pittsburgh Pirates fans listening to a Giants podcast. I'm taking the risk. All right, the the Pirates are not going to be competitive. However, if you're a Pirates fan, what do you have to look forward to? Yes, there are young players. But for the most part, you know heading into this season coming up, you are not going to be watching some competitive baseball. But what if you knew that you would be watching some competitive baseball? Not necessarily, you know, get ready to be World Series champions every year, but at least make the games more bearable to watch. That's what the Players Union is trying to reach. That's their goal that they want to accomplish when it comes to raising the luxury tax. Because then the Players Union, and I also believe this, that's going to have a direct result in growing the game. All right, so we have, these are our goals in raising the luxury tax. Hopefully incentivizing teams to spend in order to get more players paid, hopefully incentivizing the teams to spend in order to make games more enjoyable for the fan base. And lastly, the players union just wants to grow the game, as they should. Baseball is America's pastime. It's been around forever, all right? It should demand more respect than this. However, due to the owners and Rob Manfred, this sport has been turned into the laughing stock of the sports industry, the sports world, because for some reason, the owners don't want to give up a little bit of their money in order to just pay players. So in terms of the numbers, when it comes to the luxury tax, also known as the CPT, where are both sides at? You know, are we far off? You know, where are the numbers at? So last year, you know, the luxury tax was set at $210 million. So any team that spent over $210 million, they were hit by the luxury tax. Next year, starting next year, the Players Union wants to have the CPT raised to $238 million, and then for the next five years, have it progressively raised every year. And then the owners obviously declined that offer. So that's where we're at. Now, staying on the topic of teams not tanking, basically, the players union also brought up a salary floor, which essentially means a minimum amount of money the teams have to pay, basically preventing them from going into a full rebuild. All right, The union, their hope is if they raise the luxury tax while also implementing a salary floor This is going to be something that not only incentivizes, but forces the teams to spend more in order to produce a more competitive and more enjoyable product on the field for the fans. So there's a lot going on. A few episodes ago, I was explaining how basically both sides are trying to reconstruct the economics of the game. And in my opinion, it can obviously be easily fixed. As I said, I'm always going to be pro player. The reason why I watch the game is to watch the players. This game is about the players who play baseball and the fans who watch them play. That's it. It's not about the owners, but the owners are making it about themselves. There's no reason not to pay a player what he's worth. There's no reason for that. So as I said earlier, after a week long of meeting every single day and talking every single day, the Players Union and the owners in Rahm Manfred, both sides, were unable to reach an agreement. All right. However, this past Monday... One representative of the players' union and one representative of the owner side both met after that week-long failure of back-to-back meetings. And I'm sure you'll be shocked to hear my answer, but again, both sides were unable to reach an agreement again. However, supposedly... Both sides are going to be meeting again today on Sunday. Stay tuned to to hear what happens next. But unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get to an agreement again. It's just so sad. It really is. At this point, opening day has been canceled, as I'm sure you know. And then the first two series, every team's first two series have also been canceled. So basically, the first week of regular season games, gone. And from the reports that I've read, those games will not be made up. And the players will be receiving pro-rated salaries for the rest of the year. So a common question that I've received, not on social media or anything, I'm not that famous, but basically people who know me very well and know that, you know, I have uh, well-formed opinions about the game. They, they're asking me, you know, how long do you think this lockout is going to be? Me personally, I've already given up on the month of April. Yep, April is already gone in my mind. Now, May, you know, it's also in jeopardy in my mind. I don't think May is guaranteed. But me personally, I don't think the media wants to tell us. But I think they've already decided that the entire month of April is going to be completely gone, which really sucks. I mean, it's because I mean, the people that are directly victims of this lockout are definitely not only the fans, but the players, you know, but not only that, but minor leaguers that are trying to make the big league roster. There's some young players where this was supposed to be their big breakout year. Then all of a sudden, this lockout puts that goal to a screeching halt. But again, you know, I'm just going to be the main victim here. I personally think the fans are, the, are being negatively affected the most. Why wouldn't you give the people what they want? Give them the product that they want. People love baseball. And it sucks because, you know, the sport is on the decline already in terms of viewership, in terms of popularity. You know, again, that's the whole reason why the Players Union is striving to try to figure out how to get fans back to baseball. It's definitely not going to be a lockout. It's definitely not going to be by taking the game away from the fans. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but these owners are—they piss me off. They really do. It doesn't make any sense to not give fans of baseball, well, baseball. I mean— All right, I'm going to have to calm down here. I'll try to keep you all updated for the most part, but just for your mental sanity, I just want to go ahead and start preparing for the worst. My hope is that, you know, we miss two weeks tops. That would be the best case scenario. The first week is already gone, all right? Then the next week, obviously, is probably going to be canceled because we still need a spring training, you know? And maybe the week after that, we start to get things figured out. That's my hope. Do I think that's going to happen? Absolutely not. Okay, I do have hope. I'm not trying to be completely negative here, but I also want to protect our mental sanity. All right. I don't want to give too much hope and then have it be taken away from us. All right. So at this point where I stand personally, I think we've already lost April. Okay, but the good thing is we're not going to lose baseball altogether. This sport will not die. There are too many people who love this sport, including me, including yourself, including the players who play this game. All right. This sport is not going to die. It is permanently on hold. And that unfortunately, that's just the reality of the situation. It does suck. But I think we just have to persevere. I love you guys. Thank you again so much for tuning into this show. It truly means the world to me. You guys have been giving an overwhelming response of love and support, and I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. Everybody, you can find the Say Hey podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also leave a rating and a review if you feel so inclined. And of course, folks, remember, please stay safe out there in this crazy world. Please be smart. And most importantly, go Giants.